right week through you. That's right. This is the 30th week, the 30th consecutive week of our weekly podcast kinda, here on YouTube. We said what? I said kind of. Kind of. Technically. We did miss one week. We missed one week. We recorded it, but it didn't go up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I forgot about that. I forgot about that freaking uh, mishap. Um, yeah. Anyway, we have the uh, URL now. It's so complicated and I hate it, but YouTube, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, so let me just, uh, you know, yeah, just freaking. Why is it? Oh, my goodness. Because this is the channel name. That's what, the, like, I couldn't, I was like, I had the whole plan in my head. I wanted to do <laughs> YouTube.com slash Fanatics pa- uh, Podcast. Like, that's simple. Or even, like, F4 Podcast. You know, like, simple. Um, but no. YouTube.com slash directly to you at Fanatics 4 Podcast. It's kind of long, but, you know, if you guys can remember that. Just remember just remember the channel name. And you um, right. Alternatively, there's bit.ly, bit.ly slash uh, bit.ly. No, it's bit.ly slash D2Y on YT. That's the other link. It's in the description. If You, you know what? <laughs> it's in the description. Just go hunting. You guys can find that. But uh, you know, it's also in the description if you want to help the channel out. We have Amazon uh, affiliate links down there. You can you can click that general one. You can you can you know do your regular shopping and wherever you buy helps out the channel. It's no additional cost to you. It's just taking Amazon's money and giving it to us because we can use it. That's right. Be awesome. To make the and channel yeah. better. Thanks, guys. We, right. we we appreciate that. <laughs> um. So yeah, moving on to I guess we can just talk about what we've been playing as of, as of recently. And people have been asking about Octopath. So what's what's up with that? How's that game? It's freaking fantastic, honestly. Um, when I when I when I first played uh, the demo um, a while back, I can't even remember when that was, but I I thoroughly enjoyed um, what I you know the two characters that I that I played um, way back when um, Albrick and. Um, What's other freaking other chick's name? Yeah, those still those two. And yeah, um, it, it was it was interesting. I, you know, I a little piece, but going into and actually being able to play the game, free product, um, being actually able to oh, play. Oh yeah, product provided by yeah. Nintendo. Both of these, thanks, both of these thanks. were provided by Nintendo. Thanks, Nintendo. Disclosure, disclosure, disclosure. Yeah. So being able to um actually delve into and seeing how deep this actually goes, as far as like you know, man, these these stories are just, it's just crazy. Honestly, you know, you have you'll be playing as one character, and then within that realm, you know, you have another character story attached onto that. You know, you'll play like a flashback or a memory, and um. So I hear people talk about that aspect of it a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, for context, like, I dabbled a little bit with Octopath with the demo, the recent demo, like, post this game being sent to us, mm-hmm. when I was like, I'm kind of curious, because everybody's talking about how good this game is, so I'm going to check out the demo. I played, uh, I don't know if I'm even done with it, but I played um, Primrose's uh, chapter or whatever mm-hmm. up to that first ball. Yeah. Um, is it like a regular RPG of like you play through that character story and then you meet this, like you meet your other party members, or are they like do they really like intertwine? You know, like is it is it like, um, like branching paths in a way, or is it like this linear thing and then like you reach certain points where it's like all right, and now you met. I don't know any of these people <laughs> aside from Primrose. Yeah, these um these these stories like they do like you do have like a like I said before like you know you you'll have a like you'll have a character and then you'll have another like a 
a person or like a character that that'll like uh you'll play memories from this person or you'll play like now um you know you you'll get to a point where it's like okay this person's story will end then it goes to another person's story at the same time but it's but it's like it really just depends because honestly I've I've had a so what, is there any I guess what I'm asking is is there any like um since it seems like these are like you know like detached stories until they intersect mm-hmm. um is there any repeating you know like if I'm playing Primrose's story and then I get to the end of that right mm-hmm. um and then I pick. I don't know, Ulbrich. I think that's the other dude that I know, that, that I'm aware of his name. Um, if I play him, uh, or at least his chapter up until he meets Primrose, I guess, I don't know, question mark, um, will I have to like replay anything that I experienced with Primrose? beforehand, or is it just, like, does that just, like, no, it, it, up? It, it kind of just, uh, like, sums up. You don't have to, I don't think, you, you don't have to, like, go over, you know, and play, play that over, or, you know, um, Okay, so aspect. so so it does like a the last time on October. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's no okay. like, there's no, uh, you know, repeating of um, of, of of that type of, you know, it's it's it's, it's no uh, overlay in that way. Yeah, um, yeah, okay, makes sense. Um, how's the how's the gameplay? Is it? I mean, from from what I played, it seemed. I mean, that's pretty much the main reason why i don't really care you know where why i didn't like just pull the trigger and buy it because it felt like to me like the the gameplay was like super simple like in that like the typical like in the way that i'm usually talking about with rpgs where most rpgs the turn-based rpgs specifically Mm. most of the time the gameplay is a means to an end you know rather than it being the reason why you're playing it like do you find yourself thinking like, "Oh, I want to play this game because it's fun to play," or are you more so playing it because the story's good? Um, it's a little bit of both. It has has you know, uh, the like like the whole boost mechanic is fun to me. Um, I like how each character has their own like specific like when they, like when they walk through the towns, whatever they have a special like uh, interaction. They, I, it's it's, it's kind of cool. Um, it does have a have an element of okay, you know, after a while, it's like um. And even though every every character has their own special like unique abilities, you know that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and like like this character Hanit, she has she can just like summon uh, beasts onto the field. But uh, essentially, it plays it plays the same um, as far as the as far as the battles are concerned. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean it's, it's it's kind of fun, you know. It's like if if you're into the the, the toad like turn based RPG, you know, it's it's, it's interesting. I, I I like it, but. Um, uh, but this the story still is a huge factor to me. Uh, I, I don't think it'd be something I could just like stand alone just play. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, the you know the story is d- heavy. Um, you know. Okay, so basically what you're saying to me is that the gameplay is there. Um, it's not it's not unbearable. Right, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's just it's just, it's okay. just like is it a seller on its own though? No. Yeah, and I mean that's fair. Yeah, right, fair. right. That that, 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 that that stands like, the case for a lot of thing. yeah that stands the case for a lot of RPGs honestly yeah 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 because um, I mean I, from what I've played I wouldn't say I mean that makes sense what you're saying makes sense what I played didn't it wasn't like bad I wasn't like man this gameplay is so bad I was just like eh you know like it's there but it, I'm more so like kind of dealing with it. I think right, dealing with right. a, a bat because that that makes it sense. makes it seem like it's a it's a chore and it's a it's a tech, yeah, you know? yeah yeah it's just it's just there <laughs> you know um it's it's uh um 
don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to com- com- compare it to anything. There's, it's just like it's not something that I do. You'd be like, man, I can't wait to experience a battle. You know, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Um, but it, it's not like when I'm battling, I'm not like, oh, I have to do this. Um, gr- outside of like you know, like the typical like random encounters thing because there's like this threshold of really any game with random encounters where random encounters the time that they take to even escape from is a waste of time mm. because it's like like in pokemon right you'll get to a point where you're um especially in like some of the earlier games um where you'll run into a lot of pokemon that are like significantly weaker than you are so it's like if you battle that Pokemon, you'll gain like 75 experience. When you were level four, 75 experience was a lot. Mm-hmm. But now that you're on level 22, 75 experience is like, like it's kind, it's kind of like that thing of like, um, if Bill Gates stopped to pick up a twenty dollar bill, he would have lost more money. You know, like that whole thing. Yeah. That's what it feels like. So it's like, um, that that's that's mostly what I'm getting at when I say like, um, it feels like a means to an end. Because it seems like the type of game where eventually the battles feel like a chore, um, outside of maybe like the boss battles. Yeah, it can only it can only be it can only like be interesting for so long, you know. Um, it's, there's not yeah. too much variety there where it's, it's like you know you're getting um, it's like oh this this is this is new this is new this is new you know like like these uh, these elements you know yeah like like after a while it, it kind of bleeds together like it becomes like okay I've done this a lot you know even though they try to add more with the uh, like I said, with 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 the boost and all that side type of stuff, and every character having like a specific like ability and all that, that's, that's cool. But you know, this is not too much there. It's like you know, that's that keeps it refreshing, like throughout your hours of playing. Uh, right, it makes sense. Speaking of hours of playing, I played a couple of hours <laughs> of Mario of WarioWare Gold. Um, I like it. It's weird. It's like I forgot. Like WarioWare is like the kind of game where it's like I know in the back of my head that I like it, and it's like, oh, this is a fun, cool game. Mm. I enjoy it. But when I'm playing, I'm like, man, I really like this game. Why do I not like have one of these to like play actively? You know? Right. Right. Um, right, right. It, it it doesn't. It's not really like. It's kind of like a tier above like what I thought about like the Pokemon Quest games, where it's like, man, I would play this a lot more if it was on mobile because it's like kind of a passive thing. Um, I think I like it more than that. Where it's like I'm well, like, I think the 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 highest honor I can give this game is there's very few games that make me want to touch, look at my 3ds, right? Mm-hmm. Like even look at it, Pokemon. And now this, <laughs> so right, I think right. that I think that that says a lot about like how good the game is. Granted, I've only been playing it for a few hours um, so far. Um, I played through the story, and that was really fun. And now I'm playing through like you, you know, like after you beat like the you know like the the mainline parts of WarioWare games, you start to unlock like the the not mini games, but like I guess micro games is a good way to put it. Yeah. Where it's like extrapolated mini games in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm to that part where you're just like playing through those and like beating the high scores and stuff like that. Um, I still have a few more of those to unlock. I do like my main goal right now is to unlock the gamer mode. Um which is a game that was in Game of, Game of Wario. Um, I don't know if you... Have you seen anything from that? Like, from Game of Wario? No, huh? Well, I know you saw, like, the gamer stage, right? Yeah. Like, in Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah. So, it's basically, like, like you know, like, with your mom, and she comes out of TV, and she looks at you, and then, you, you like, you're basically just dead. Right. 
Um, it's it's that. It's like you're playing the mini games and you have to watch out for your mom because if your mom catches you playing the game, then you lose. <laughs> That's funny. Um, or you lose a life or whatever. <laughs> um, and I want to get to that because I always wanted to like play that mode, but I I just I don't know. I didn't. I never ended up buying it on Wii U. Um, I don't know why. You know, like other I mean, games come out. yeah. There's a certain titles we miss. You know, and yeah, so that, yeah. that that just happens. I know a lot about that, but anyway. Um, yeah, but what I missed and what you missed are two different things. <laughs> like, I wasn't, like, if I had missed a game, it was, like, more than likely that it was, like, something else that was holding my attention. Not that it's, like, I'm not interested enough in this. I'll skip that one. Like, you made, like, conscious decisions to be, like, I'm going to skip Pikmin 3. I'm going to skip. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, True. For me, it was, like, more of a thing of, like, well, this game's holding my attention. I, like, I barely have time slash attention to play this. So, you know what? gotta gotta opt out on that one so but that being said warioware is good if you like warioware and you can stomach playing your 3ds i would say pick it up uh it's a it's kind of it's kind of criminal that we're even like they 3ds right exactly yeah yeah yeah, exactly put it on switch put it on switch nintendo um and product provide provide that provide that product thank you (laughs) yeah all right speaking of products Nintendo sold a whole lot of them <laughs> last did. quarter. They did. Um, they, they, you know, they're, they're doing okay. You know, they're, they're, they're getting by. They're, they're paying their bills. Their lights aren't getting turned off or anything like that, <laughs> um, I would say. So here, we're, we're just going to run through some of these numbers, some of these uh, bullet points. That, that okay with you, Logan? <laughs> That's fine. Let's do it. Alright, so I don't I'm not gonna go through like the, the nitty gritty of like this is how much money they made because like eh, whatever. They made they, hundreds they, of millions of dollars. <laughs> let's, let's they made a lot it's, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, right? Save let's, say let's saving go time. More like tangible things that like we can identify with and that have more uh like direct benefits to us as gamers. The switch and the span of the last the uh from, from what, March to June thirtieth? Mm-hmm. Um, sold 1.88 million units. Um, that's down, I think, about a hundred thousand units from launch. That like the first quarter last year. Right. Um, but that can be due to a lot of different factors. Um, not the least of which being that the Switch wasn't a brand new thing in, in the last three months. <laughs> also, it's not a whole lot of like you know like major big budget titles in this first quarter there are good games right, that are coming exactly. out and a lot of these games are like um big sellers and like they're they're they, although they're not important to a lot of the core audience that like knew of their existence not necessarily played them because they probably didn't uh, they definitely didn't own them you know like for the most part mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people like to like disparage like the games like you know Toad's Treasure Tracker and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze and Bayonetta three I mean two and and one um, because they were already on Wii U. But if it's new to you, it's new at the end. Yeah, of the exactly. Day. It's, like, exactly. it's, it's kind of like this weird like uh, reverse FOMO sort of situation mm-hmm. where people are like, well, that game was already out, so. I, I basically played it because it's been out for forever, you know, which is weird. Um, but 3DS sold, shipped, shipped. These are shipped, shipped 360,000 units 
in the last three months. So I mean, yeah, three months. So we're we're uh, we're closing the curtain on that one a little bit. Yeah, as far yeah, as, uh, yeah. Like new releases, uh, the classic systems, the NES classic shipped 1.26 million. Uh, they don't have the SNES classic. I don't understand why. I I guess they they bundled that together in this. In this report, we're I'm reading this off of uh, Nintendo World Report. So if you uh, you're you're Wait. messing up, whoever wrote this article, <laughs> <laughs> um, the Switch it went from wait 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 what is this what is this oh this is this is software sales yeah you went on software performance and milestones so 17.96 million units of software last quarter which is up that's up 120 percent that's crazy in comparison to the quarter one so that's 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 a whole nother thing that's like uh they're down in hardware sales but the reason why you're selling the hardware is to sell software in the first place so you know it's a Mm win-win on that one um 3ds 2.95 2.95 million units of software. Um, again, I don't know why. Again, down for it. Uh, yeah, down right. 49%. So, yeah, we're closing the, we're closing <laughs> the curtain. It's, it's fine. WarioWare is going to sell another 2 million. It's okay. No, it's not. Um, but <laughs> Labo. Something that a lot of people have que- had a question about or it's like, it's Labo failing. Labo didn't really seem like as big of a deal as I thought it would be. Blah, blah. Or, or I thought that you thought it would be. You know, like, what um they think nintendo thinks it's going to be um but nonetheless it sold 1.39 million units combined between the two sets that's pretty good you know especially before the holiday and for something that is supposed to be like this uh long-term evergreen thing Mm -hmm. um i would say 1.39 million units and the one of the uh, worst selling like quarters in the year you know like this isn't holiday season right exactly um, right right and it sold 1.39 million units so that's that's decent you know Some, something um, else that's decent <laughs> Marvel Tennis Aces 1.38 million yes buy that game also yeah, uh, yeah. also product provided by Nintendo uh, <laughs> Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze um, they didn't provide the product for this one it's a phenomenal game buy that too <laughs> um, Bob doesn't like that game because he's not good at it. <laughs> um, Super Mario Odyssey. Lifetime sales at 11.17 million units. Freaking fa- That's crazy. That is insane. crazy. <laughs> oh, if you haven't played that game, ladies and gentlemen, what's wrong? I don't know what's wrong with you. Are you, are you alive and breathing? Right, exactly. Is, is my question. Because like, we could we could roll it back a little bit. But the Switch is at... I mean, um, I think now, because again, these are as of, I think, June 30th. So like Switch already passed twenty million. Like Switch is at twenty plus. Um, as far as we like, I don't know by how much, but I know it's past twenty million because just what we can see through like um, the Japanese uh, charts and stuff. Right. Like, that. like we already know they passed that. Um, but yeah, just based off the nineteen million or twenty million or whatever, that's more than half, right there. So the most most people that have Switches, um, I would assume, have Mario Odyssey. Especially the ones that know what they're talking about. And our audience knows what they're talking about. So if you don't have it, you, you go get it. So you know what you're talking about. Anyway, The Legend is on Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Lifetime sells at 9.32 million units. Yeah. Also ridiculous. That's crazy. Even more ridiculous. <laughs> Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, 10.35 million units sold. That is nuts. Because wow. that is like 2 million above the Wii U number 
That's crazy. And the Wii U, the Wii U version already sold a crazy amount of units, especially considering the fact that it was on Wii U. It sold over 8 million units on Wii U. That's nuts. No, that, no that's, that's nuts. Seriously. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. That's way more than half because the Wii U sold less than 14 million mm-hmm. units. So that's insane. Like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe sold so many copies. Uh, Kirby Star Allies. Um... Meh, you know. Right, 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 right. But but that game sold 1.89 million units. Yeah. Impressive for a game that I don't like very much. Um, the other notables, uh, the Switch uh, has. Yeah. Uh, Another thing that they include is that the Switch has 10 individual million seller titles. That is, um, has more than that. Um, but yeah, it, it has 10. <laughs> I don't know why they include that. It has at least because <laughs> another thing uh, I don't have an article about it but it's I mean this isn't seller yet it's shipped but Project well Octopath I'll never stop calling it Project Octopath um, Octopath also shipped 1 million units they announced recently yeah no thanks to Logan because <laughs> um, but yeah I mean that's that's the bullet points on this um I was gonna run down like all the like individual. Well, I guess we can. Splatoon 2's at uh, 6.76 million. One two switches at 245 million. Arms is at 2.01 million. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is at 1.42 million. That's and crazy. That's all the ones that we didn't uh, specify in that that little breakdown initially. Um, I think including the Wii U sales, the Breath of the Wild Breath of the Wild is like over 10 million. I don't know how much more over 10 million. Right. I don't, I don't think that they have that. Um, I don't think they have Breath of the Wild on the Wii U charts. Uh, but I can check. Breath of the Wild. Nope. It's not on there. So who knows? Let us know, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it for that. Um, the too long didn't read. Uh, bullet point thing of that is Nintendo's making a whole bunch of money and uh, we're losing all of ours. Nintendo's doing really good. <laughs> That's all you need to know. How much of your money did you give to Nintendo? <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Speaking of doing really good, something that's going to do really good when it comes out is Yoshi for the Switch. Will it? I don't know, I actually. I don't, I don't know, actually. I see it. Yeah, I see a lot of mixed results yeah, on that. Perhaps, I mean, perhaps, perhaps. A lot of people in perhaps. the comments of this video seem pretty positive on like what they think about Yoshi. There are some people that are like, oh, I don't know, it could like it could be terrible. You know, mm. it could go either way. Right. Um, which I mean, you're more on that spectrum of like it's probably it doesn't seem like it's going to be a, like a, a very interesting game at the very least. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's it's definitely going to be on that million seller list. Um, yeah. Or it might yeah. not be on the list. It might not be high millions. I think it's going to like just at least. Right. Uh, it, it'll, it'll be a it'll be a, a Kirby type of thing. Like maybe yeah. on, maybe a little bit on like 1.5, something like that. Yeah. Something fair. Maybe, I was thinking more like 1.05, but <laughs> yeah, maybe 1.5. Um, but yeah, uh, what did you think about that video, Logan? It was good. Um, You know, you definitely, uh, you know, you delved into a lot of uh, what uh, you you showed a lot. You showed you you know had a lot of uh, love toward toward the series. I don't know. You you really you know you really broke it down in, in a way that uh, our previous Yoshi video did not. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a really good video. I liked it. 
Thanks. Um, I was like, I have more to say about Yoshi. Um, it was really last minute thing. Um, but I like, I like the final product. I guess so. It's doing pretty good. Nice. People like it. Um, I'm not gonna talk about what I have to add because I might make another Yoshi video in the future. Well, I'm definitely, especially if Nintendo, you know, if, you, if Nintendo provides it, <laughs> uh, I'll definitely make another video about Yoshi. Yeah, Yoshi does really well for us. So that's yeah. definitely a, so far. Uh, yeah, so far, right. Bad in a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's definitely got to be something we freaking uh, come back to, and we always gonna come back to the comments every single week on every video. Thank you guys so so much for. Uh, first of all, thank you for freaking this video this week, holding 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 it down as always, and thank you guys for holding it down as always in the comments. So let, let's we're gonna get into these here. Um, these comments are insane. They like, are all of them. They are all of them are very long except for one <laughs> i i was like i gotta find one comment that's like pretty good that isn't like a, a book <laughs> all right um but because of that i only pulled a couple because right right i understand the show so. would be insanely long if i pulled all the comments that i like um, i like very much that you guys write long comments do not like this discourage you please keep doing it um because i read them um and i try to include them in the podcast um trying to get more new faces because a lot of people we do like talk about again yeah the park a lot the, you know, yeah the park like, lot and the, the uh Xenture fox and you know i think pretty much all of these but one yeah all these comments but one are people that we know you know yeah. like that are that are regulars um so you know if you're if you're newer to the channel let your voice be heard you know uh i know you got some thoughts i know you're like hey this this video is stupid and here's why don't say it like that because you probably won't get the comment <laughs> right, unless exactly. it's really unless it's really incendiary in which case we'll probably have to read it um just to, right, you know, be be even yeah exactly <laughs> but anyway let's let's get into this uh this first comment here of the parker lock a regular as we as we said um they say um he he says how dare you uh, it's interesting comparing Yoshi and Kirby versus Star Fox and Metroid. Um, not for any sales reasons, but only for the reasons that I feel like they all have the ability to disappoint. But for some, uh, but for different opposite reasons. Star Fox and Metroid feel like they could reach the skies, literally or not, <laughs> um, and have so many possibilities and directions they could go. Uh, that would be reasonable and almost expected. Kirby and Yoshi have the 3D sphere. Uh, they could enter, but moreover, I don't think there are as many obvious ideas with those kinds of franchise, and that are either uh, that either scares or excites me. Uh, so with Star Fox and M, uh, could disappoint by not living up to any of these uh, immense amount of possibilities I have in mind. Kirby and Yoshi can easily disappoint by just being themselves again. Oof. That's so true. That's true. That's so true. It's true. Um, and not breaking the mode. I am legitimately excited for this Yoshi game because it does seem uh, quite puzzle and exploration heavy, um, as Yoshi typically is. And that was something that disappointed. That was disappointing with Kirby. Um, it could let down in other ways, but I remain hopeful in the meantime. Yeah, it's very true. That's very true. Because like, 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 like you said, Star Fox and 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 Metroid have so many places they could go. Wow. Yeah, you know. like the, the the I completely agree cuz like Star Fox, they they both of those games have established like contemporaries, you know, where it's like in the in the sense of like what those games are about narratively. Um there's very uh distinct frameworks for that. You know, like you do have like the the Halos and the 
um, mass effects and stuff like that, right? Where you can easily borrow from games like that. Um, kind of in the way that Breath of the Wild borrowed from Skyrim. Yeah. And from, you know, like Portal and, and all that stuff where it's like, it's okay to take from games that are similar to what you're trying to accomplish, mm. you know? Um, and make that your own and, and implement even more things. Um, there's a lot of people that are like stuck in with a game. Like they, they like a game and, and they're, they're different from us in this where we want to see like uh, constant progress, you know, where it's like, okay, we like this. We like the idea of this. We like what the core is, right? And the core, as we talk about quite a bit, is usually a lot simpler than a lot of people chalk it up to be. You know, like usually people are like, this game is, and then they have this long list of things that if it's not exactly this long list, then it's not this game. Right, right. But in reality, mm-hmm. a game is like, this game is about this, this, and this. Those three things, period. How you accomplish those, up to you. But as long as you hit those three things, it's this game, right? Mm-hmm. right. Um, so, like, it, it's, it's disappointing to see games kind of, like, stick to, like, stick so closely to what they have been in the past because, like, the games that really last a long time, um, like the Marios, you know, um, they evolve more than that. We're still not, we're, we're not just a, a carpenter jumping over barrels, uh, climbing scaffoldings or whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's just I, it just depends on the it's it's just the community is the surrounding these games. Like each each game has its own pocket that it sits in, and it seems like you know, it, especially from for things like uh, yeah, it, it depends on the community because they could be super receptive to these to things like that to like the, to like the changes, or they can just be so freaking stuck. And this is this is what it is like like you said if it, if it uh, deviates at all from what was already given I think it's like I they don't like that it most it's, at least in my experience like from what I see from our reception of our videos most people are receptive of like as long as this is like like as long as you're not coming in and being like hey Kirby you know that game let's make it Halo Six you know mm-hmm. like as long as you're not doing that then most people are like yeah you know like that makes sense. Um, there's always going to be a pocket of people that are like, no, I want it to be just like Yoshi's Island. You know? Right, exactly. Um, or no, for Pokemon, I want it to be just like it's always been for the last two decades or whatever. Um, I, yeah, because I mean, I mean, we like, like we do see those, but like conversely, I do see a lot of the uh, like uh, those like oh, this is what Star Fox is. I don't want Star Fox to be this. You're you're yeah. you're freaking, you know, you're high as yeah, a kite. Like Star you know? Fo- like, yeah, exactly. Like right. Star Fox is about being a rail shooter. And being forty-five minutes long, <laughs> right. and you know, like it's like I want a real shooter that's I want a real shooter that's fifteen hours long. <laughs> it's freaking crazy. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's no, it's not that. It's like that. That was a means to an end. Like when it, especially when a game is like so like deeply entrenched in a narrative. Uh, more often than not, like a lot of the mechanics are because that's how they could figure out how to accomplish the thing that they wanted to do narratively. You know, like Pokemon. Or not even just narratively, but like in, in like a broad sense. Like Pokemon didn't do random encounters in grass because that was their artistic vision. Mm-hmm. You know, like they couldn't. They, 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 they had to work the world with, 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 with they 150. Had. They had to work with yeah, they like had. yeah, they couldn't populate the world with 
uh, tens of Pokemon in an environment at a time. Right. right. Like they couldn't do right. that. <laughs> That's not like the Game Boy didn't work like that. Right. It, it, um, they, they had to work with what they had, and it kind of just became a thing. You know. At, right. at, at, you know. It's like, well, we did this, and we've already, you know, you've been, we've been running this for a long time. We might as well not deviate from that. And now people are like, no, that's what Pokemon is in general. Yeah, you solutions know, to a like, problem eventually come become conventions, and then it's hard to break around, away from that because people start to establish. I mean, not establish. Um, like uh, I can't brain fart. Uh, start to like attach that idea to what the franchise is supposed to be once it once things become a uh, convention. But we need to move on because we're going to spend way too long on each comment. Exactly, because these comments are because freaking novels. And thought-provoking and all that good dear stuff, but we need to spend equal Yeah, you got you got you guys poured out your heart and souls on these and we appreciate it. The next person that poured out their heart and souls is Xenia Fox. Xenia Fox comments frequently. We appreciate it. They go on to say, "I'm pretty sure, like always, like every video." They go on to say, yeah, "Yeah, they go on to say." I think part of Yoshi's problem as a franchise, and while I've never played a Yoshi game, I don't, um, I didn't like, has a problem as a franchise. Um, it's just how strong the original was, as you said, Yoshi's Island, uh, Island, <laughs> Yoshi's Island is a combination of everything. 2D platforming could be up to that point of gaming. Most levels throw in an idea in that could have been fleshed out into an entire world, sometimes even game. The big eggs that are the central gimmick to Yoshi's New Island and got uh, retained into Woolly World, a throwaway level concept in Yoshi's Island used for another level. Um, Where do you even go from there? Um, What does that premise even mean in 2018? How do you do a game that captures all... uh, the disparate uh, branches of platforming since the 16-bit era. 2D platforming seems far more diverse now than it was in 1995, which feels like it me, uh, which makes it feel like it's going back to its roots, if not uh, a fool's errand. Then, like it would be a result of disjointed mess. Um, I want to see Yoshi go forward rather than a hugely enjoying but ultimately shallow retreads of the original. That's, that's a very good point. Um, but I'm not just seeing how it would do so by uh, going back to the franchise roots, unless we're uh, both wrong on what those roots are. I'm looking forward to Yoshi's children <laughs> diorama or whatever it is uh, they call it from what we've seen of it. The core mechanics of Yoshi, the flutter jump, the turning enemies into eggs, the using them as ammo for range attacks, the way the eggs bounce uh, to both make some targets harder to hit by requiring it, uh, but also making basic targets easier by some situations, giving you a second chance simply because they're near a wall or something that makes uh, that means you might hit them on a rebound. Uh, on the rebound, sorry. Um, and this looks like it's going to be uh, going to take full uh, solid fundamentals of Yoshi mechanics and add uh, what Colonia Clo- uh, Colonia Two style of level design and a two D path that traverses. Uh, oh, you talk? Did he say Klonoa? Klonoa, Klonoa, yeah, Klonoa two D style of level design with a two D path that traverses a three D environment in a way that can interact with the foreground and the background elements that my path may twist onto, uh, which I might not, which I not only really like in uh, Klonoa two. Uh, but makes perfect sense with the core mechanics of Yoshi. Heck, it's already a concept used in prior Yoshi games during the final boss fights, and uh, uh, and there were many throwback mechanics in Yoshi's Core Island that could be uh, more gimmick 
uh, of entire games thing. I also like how much they seem to be committing to the art style based on what they showed at E3 last year. With everything they pulled operated by shy guys acting as strange uh, stagehands for the level. That's very that that's a very good point. Very interesting. Um, which feels like it's going to show in puzzle solving, eating and egging uh, the right shy guys to deactivate or the right moving parts to open new passes out, closing others. All of those two things will be enough to make this feel distinct enough from Yoshi's Island that it doesn't feel like another retread of it. But I'm not really expecting that. I'll enjoy it whatever, uh, whatever since uh, Yoshi has a very solid mechanics and as a foundation, I just wish they could make a Yoshi game that didn't feel like a shallow reach of Yoshi's Island. Maybe that's it though. Maybe the reason every Yoshi game since Yoshi's Island feels like a shallow reach of Yoshi is, however in- enjoyable it is, is because Yoshi's Island used things that could be entire game mechanics, uh, game concepts as levels of, uh, as level gimmicks. Um, and Yoshi since then being more sensible in their use of ideas and spreading the entire game concepts, including those in Yoshi's Island as level gimmicks, um, out entire games rather than using them as level gimmicks. Maybe Nintendo just needs to start doing that again to make Yoshi games feel combinations of everything 2D platforming has and can be again rather than a highly enjoyable retreads of Yoshi's Island. Make a Metroidvania as a level in a Yoshi game. Make a uh, mind-bending Escher, 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 yeah, yeah Escher. So. Make a mind-bending Escher-based puzzle game as a Yoshi, as a level in Yoshi game, making a touching story about embracing yourself, including your weaknesses, with some story beats. Just the critical path if you explore a little in the fairy tougher platformer as a level in the Ocean game, and do things I can't think of because they haven't been done yet. All as single levels in a Yoshi game, if not as a part of this Yoshi game than the next. That, uh, man. Yeah. The 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 basic, like, through line throughout this comment that I really agree with is, like, yeah, like, maybe that is a problem. Like, maybe they did kind of shoot themselves in the foot there where they were like, let's just throw everything at this because we're never coming back to 2D again. And then they're like, oh, shoot. We're back at 2D again. Uh, we we used all those ideas. So um, uh, what are we going to do now? All right. Yeah. Well, it, let's let's extrapolate the level that we had on two four or whatever. You know. Right. Right. It's uh, like you said, Yoshi's Island was so um ambitious and like the way they did, the way they did things and put like the together the levels, and so it's like, yeah, like like you said, they they can make they made a whole like worlds that could have been just concepts for another game and, and that's that's what we, uh, we've been seeing which is crazy yeah like like they would use two mechanics and and one level that would be the whole world for two worlds and in a, like a, a a lesser quote unquote question mark game um and Yoshi's Island Yoshi's Island is ridiculous um I'm pretty sure you you haven't played that because you didn't even know Yoshi could transform. What a noob. <laughs> you didn't even know Yoshi could transform. Did he not transform in Yoshi's story? No, I don't, I don't, I don't believe he did. Yoshi's no. story uh. is garbage. Uh, zero out of ten. Zero. Oh, my God. Don't play it. Just like everything else on N64. Um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> you got to throw that in there at least once. Um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Yoshi, come on. Come on, guys. I think, I think, I think that'd be interesting. Um, we'll see where that goes. Speaking of seeing where it goes, Metroid Prime Four. I don't want to see anything from it. I hope I hope it gets canceled. 
Um, I like how I like when you mentioned, uh, you know, how basically, like like you said, you know, Metroid inspired these games, and they took inspiration and made made you know uh, their own paths to you know what what, what FPSs are, and, what, and uh, Metroid can then in turn you know be inspired by um, these other games. And um, I like I like the fact that you pointed out you know uh, as far as like the uh, the evergreen titles as far as like the single player games that had this longevity and um, Metroid Prime Four could definitely um, you know be one of those forerunners for Nintendo and it's it's, right. it's, it's just it's just no another one of those ambitious uh, titles man one of those things that could really you know if they if they really worked hard at it and really put everything behind it it could just you know be massive yeah because it really seems like there's two paths that you can go down if you want your game to sell throughout the life cycle of a console um it's either you're this big like showpiece you know like this god of war this uncharted 4 this tomb raider this horizon zero dawn you know like those games um or you're an esport um I can't see Metroid being an eSport. <laughs> um, but I can see it being a showpiece. Um, so that's that's the place that I think. And also, like I said in the video, I think that it just naturally fits as that. You know, where um, multiplayer in a Metroid game feels like it would be kind of tacked on. Unless they did it in, like, like in her training days or something like that, you know? Because mm. even though there are more bounty hunters and, and stuff like that in, in the world of Metroid, um, they're not present in the game most times you know unless you're other m or whatever um so it doesn't really make a lot of sense to to do like oh now you know i know i know you're like deserted on this mm-hmm. planet all by yourself and we're not helping you or right 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 like that, J- we can take we could take a break and have a death match you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. just 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 in sake of you know in spite of, like just, just for the sake of the multiplayer yeah, just to be able to put multiplayer on the box right. is just like it would make sense in, in in the in the scope of the universe. Like, wait, this doesn't even feel right, you know? Right, because like you couldn't even do like like making Mario Odyssey like actually multiplayer, not like the like the the buddy car the buddy car sidecar thing mm-hmm. situation uh, that they have going on with a lot of uh, recent Mario games. Yeah, um, you can't even really do like you can you can do like full on multiplayer with Mario and have it be natural, where it's just like you know just add Luigi. You know, but there is none of that with with Metroid. You know, like there's no, um, like front of your brain, like oh yeah, well just make her partner this person. You know, like I'm sure like the diehard Metroid fans are like, oh, well, there was this one uh, Marine that they had in there. It's like, I mean, I guess so. Like if you really wanted to shoehorn it in, but that's like the equivalent of like doing like a a Dark Pit situation. Like oh shoot, we need another character, Dark Pit. Right, exactly. <laughs> or Dark Samus. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think the the multiplayer thing makes sense. It would be cool, you know, because, because I mean, that's another reason for the people that buy the game to play it for a longer time, you know. But I don't think that that's like a necessity for every game that you own. Like, I think that the most important thing for Metroid and Metroid's like long term success is that it's a game that people want to buy for a long time. Doesn't necessarily have to be a game that you play for the rest of your life, though. Mm-hmm. 
they can, they can just keep dropping the Federation Forces series and is like this is your multiplayer Metroid, but the Prime series yeah. like this this is a single player. But uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, they would definitely have to like change that style and like release it closer to like a full on Metroid game. Mm-hmm. To like they might even have to change the name, <laughs> um, to like to cleanse it of the bad reputation that it has. Um, but yeah, I like that idea. That's a good idea. Thank you. They could even do it as like DLC. You know? Yeah. We're just like, here's this $30 piece of DLC that's like added multiplayer or whatever that comes out six months post Metroid mm-hmm. Prime 4. Mm-hmm. And even at that, like, it's like, it's not, at that point, you're not really competing for uh, any space either. Like, that, that that's unique. Uh, Federation Force is unique. It's not, it's not like just any other, uh, like, shooter type of uh, deathmatch capture the flag, you know, uh, which right. is pretty sweet. Um, but yeah. Uh, what do you guys say? Is Retro Rush starts everything off, and he says, "Great points, AJ. Uh, usually don't use me- uh, usually don't use motion controls except for in Breath of the Wild. But after the way you explained it, I'm definitely gonna have to use them a bit more. If Metroid Prime Four borrows from Splatoon Two and Breath of the Wild, the controls could even be better than shooters today, like Call of Duty and Gears. Also, I like the idea of past Samus. Um, I would kinda like to see the story uh, that was never told, but could jump from the past to the present to help you understand why you are where you are in this new story. Anyways, great video as always. Hopefully, we see this game mid twenty nineteen. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people like when they think motion aiming, they think like that's all you do. Like that's how you aim. Right, you, you know? just like, twist your you body and you <laughs> don't. Yeah, don't touch the analog stick. Just move the controller all over the place. You know, where it's like no, it's just like motion aiming. And like if you watch anybody at like in like Splatoon tournaments, right? Like they're not turning their motion controllers. I mean, motion controls off, but they're also not flailing around. You know, like they they have their controller very still. Mm-hmm. Still, you see like very minute movements and i'm sure like i mean you're from from what i've seen you're decent at splatoon so i am sure that you understand that concept of like the broad movements are definitely for analog stick because that's like you can do that quicker than like moving your entire body mm-hmm. um but like being able to like fine-tune your accuracy with motion is so much easier to do because doing that type of movement with your thumb is harder to do than with both of your hands, you know, yeah. or it's like you can, you can like easily like really line stuff up um, and, and adjust for what your broad sweeping movements, um, like where that veers off from what you're trying to do. Mm. Um, so like once, like when people start to wrap their head around that and understand like, Oh, okay, that's how that works. Um, then it, then it's a lot easier. Granted, again like i said they need to be good they need to be good motion controls because a lot of times um motion is like not um really sensitive enough um where you do have to kind of like get into the flailing territory um but i'd say like the joy con and the um even the pro controller are a lot more like they're better than that you know it's not that we were i don't know any uh, example of games like that Star Fox zero <laughs> um yeah <laughs> but i mean that's kind of like that's that's when you branch off into like what the motion is for at that point um i don't think they they didn't design star fox zero to be um functional they designed it to be immersive and and fun you know mm-hmm. where it's like 
the idea of it is like, oh man, I'm in this spaceship, you know, oh shoot, I gotta turn around, you know, like, that's what it's, it's more about, it's not supposed to be like, this like, pro like, 360 no scope situation, it's just supposed to be like, man, it feels so cool to play a game like this, you know, um, didn't land for everybody, yeah, yeah, um, right, uh, which is fair, but I, th- I think that too many people don't understand that distinction. Too many people associate motion aiming with the Star Fox Zeros and the Wii Sports and, you know, like the games like that, um, where it's not that on the whole, especially now. <laughs> All right. But moving on to we're the gonna, next we're gonna, we're gonna get Moving on to the next book, rather. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I think uh, James Healy? Yeah, James Healy. Um what I want to see in Metroid Prime 4 is for Samus to receive a distress signal from a large galactic federation based on the planet that's never been explored before. I know that's not completely original, but bear with me. Upon entering the base, Samus runs into some sort of electrical interference that damages her ship and also destroys her power suit abilities, leaving her with her zero suit and her paralyzer. Um, an homage to the first half of the final act of Zero, uh, of zero Mission, the whole base is littered with um, the corpses of the Federation members and ravaged technology. Samus explores the base, uh, and the first part is a horror story, like you said. She'll eventually encounter Metroid in the base, but she won't be oh, powerful enough yeah. to deal with it. Um, stripped of her ice beam, missiles, morph ball, and bombs, she will instantly die if she comes in contact with them. Samus will find an um, operational marine suit that will boost her power a bit with a standard power beam weapon. Uh, the base will be a small part of the planet that acts as a central hub with the natural ground tunnels that connect um, the rest of the planet. Samus will uh, have to explore the planet to find out what happens to the base and uh, to retrieve her abilities, um, which I'm not quite sure how uh, what Chozo technology Chozo. Yeah. Um, can, ex- uh, can be explained uh, to be at a um, GF base, GF base. Uh, but probably has to do with retrieving the abilities she originally had upon entering the planet. Um, it will turn out that uh, Celix infiltrated the GF base and stole Metroids as uh, per Federation forces um, and is growing then in an underground bunker. The game should be an open world adventure. So like Breath of the Wild with a focused more on underground exploration more akin to the original Metroid. Ah, we said that before. Um, I think there should be large seas and land masses but uh, crossing continents would be mostly underground. Um, underwater, perhaps. Do away with the doors, at least the shootable ones. Uh, most of the upgrades shouldn't be required. They just help. A lot of people will think that's me- that's very anti-Metroidvania, but the original Metroid only required a few updates. Uh, upgrades, sorry. Um, I think the Metroid Prime. I think Metroid Prime should uh, have an actual space jump and more natural wall jump panning out of the third person as necessary um, but never in a way that's so stiff um, and limited as in Echoes and Corruption gyro aiming should be more like Doom on the town switch beams shouldn't uh, stack like the first prime um, the gunship should be able to operate once Samus stores functionality to it um, also I don't like the flashback idea. I'd like Prime 4 to take place in a real time in the same uh, sequence you play in the game. Also incorporate a day-night cycle that's more um, unusual with 
colors, i.e. varying between some like pink and yellow skies. Also, no hint system or uh, hand-holding. Let players find out things on their own. Um, I like a lot of this. I'm not really on board for the like, oh, her suit broke again, you know, because that feels like Deus Ex Machina territory. Where it's like, yeah, of course her suit broke again. Because that's what always happens, right? And like, ah, this is the part where her suit breaks, you know? Um, I think that the reason why the flashbacks make the most sense is because not everybody understands the like the the inner parts of the lore you know like there's there's a lot of people like read the manga and stuff like like most people are not going to want to do that <laughs> so like having all that information available to you in a in a way that doesn't feel like you have to dig for it is how you present your story to the most people possible um but outside of that, I, I mean, I agree with the rest of that. With pretty much everything else that you said, I agree. Um, I like the idea of that. I think that this does, like, this game does have a lot, um, or this genre, even, has a lot in common with how Breath of the Wild operates, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, where it is really about discovery and, like, looping back on this world and stuff like that. And, like, something I wanted to avoid, um, but is, a, I mean, an apt comparison and an apt game to look at. Um, it's like the Dark Souls games, like Bloodborne and stuff like that. Like a lot, of, a big part of those games is like that, that looping back in on itself of like, oh, I've been here before and I can wreck these dudes now, you know, because I understand yeah, and, not even necessarily, like not even necessarily because you got better, like in, in terms of like your character, like not, not that your character got mechanically better, but that you're just better at how the game works. Right. right yeah like, you, you played enough you you know you're you're better you you understand these things and that that uh going back to that like that that's how the early metroids were like you know you you had um even though it wouldn't be obviously be to the scale but you know having the exploration having the you know being able to uh just just discover things and like you said uh let players do it on their own and um just explore like that's that's what that's what the very earliest uh versions were so going back to that would be freaking awesome and then you know having like you said like just uh being able to be like, okay, I've I've gotten, you know, it wasn't any upgrades, it wasn't any, you know, nothing, nothing crazy. It's just I just got better at this, and that would just feel awesome. And it's, I mean, Breath of the Wild again proved that a lot of players like that, and it's not like it's not like in this like convoluted like figure it out kind of way where it's like, oh, you, you, you obviously had to talk to that one NPC, then they'll let you progress, you know, like not in that way, but in like kind of a way that you would, you could kind of infer that that's how it works, you know, like in Breath of the Wild, like they don't straight up, I mean, they pro- there's probably an NPC that tells you mm-hmm. that, I think probably um, the old man does yeah. in the like opening uh, section of the game, but like it's, it, it's obvious in cartoon logic that if you eat a hot pepper it keeps you warm you know mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that that sort of stuff or it's obvious that if you have a metal weapon on your back you're going to conduct electricity and it's going to strike you you know right, like right, the right. lightning's going to strike you stuff like that like there's there's some type of like um like something that you can trigger in people's minds of like oh that's like that thing you know like i heard in pokemon once that water conducts electricity obviously that's how that works you know like that that sort of thing um where it's like it doesn't necessarily have to be realism but it it it, it makes sense to connect it to something that like uh that people can relate to outside of just this game right exactly um, exactly you know it's like you've um it's not a far it's not too far of a reach like obviously you know you like something like you you understand this you know it makes sense 
So right. yeah, like so it may know. not it may not make actual sense. Right, it right. Makes sense if I if I smack this fire rod, if I smack this uh this bird with a fire rod, it makes sense that it's going to turn into chicken, like cooked chicken. Right, like, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> like you know, like it makes sense that if I have this yeah, Deku lady, yeah, it's it's if it's, I, it's if I it's swing ex- the it's exaggerated, but it's not. Yeah, it's, it's super exaggerated, but it, it makes sense. Right. Um, it makes sense in cartoon right, logic. Exactly. If we're in a cartoon, which Breath of the Wild very much so looks like one, it makes sense that if you throw, like, you swing this fan at your sail claw, like at your boat, like with this sail, it's gonna move. You know, like that just makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, stuff like that. You know, where in, in some way, maybe it's even like sci-fi logic. You know, like pull from stuff like that, where it's like, oh yeah, well, this it just makes sense that that's how warp travel works or whatever, right? <laughs> like that sort of thing. Exactly. So yeah. Um, I don't know how long. Where? How long are we running? It's right fifty-six so, minutes. So I think. Uh... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, this comment was from Grim Hain. I'm sorry, Grim. Hey, we're going to have to cut this comment. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to turn this podcast into like a super long. I guess. Yeah. Um. We. we I'm going to stay a little bit over an hour, especially considering the, this week. This week is a doozy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So let's uh. Well, yeah, Grim. Hey, you understand. You know, we'll get to a comment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, I right, guess. Right. 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 Yeah, it's true. Um. Yeah, he'll 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 always he'll always be uh back. So he he, he gets it. Um, nothing personal. People, speaking of, speaking of people who always be back <laughs> and will get it. I hope that's you guys. You know, just like you know, leave comments. I I I, I, I approve. I approve that segue. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I made all the segues except for like two. Um, I approve. Um, Q and A segment. Q and A question and guys, make sure make sure you you're, you're leaving your questions. You know, in the, in the, either in the community tabs or you, or, you, or the Discord, you just ask your questions or anything you want to just, just talk to us. All right, just don't don't be shy. Um, so yeah, getting into this week's Q and A, uh, Junko Morales, he says, they say, um, what? <laughs> I don't know. Jinkoff Morales. Jinkoff is that Jinkoff Morales. Yeah, I, it sounded like how you said it the first time didn't didn't sound right to me. Yeah. Um, uh, I could st- I could very much so be equally as wrong. Let us know in the comments. Should I take uh, one protest to Nintendo of America HQ over no word of Yoshi Switch? Also, keep up the good work. I found you thanks to Bob. Hello. Um, You're supposed to read that in a toad voice. Wow. Oh. They should they they they, they, they should have put they should have put uh, Asterix's toe voice but um well you're supposed to just know because that's like I guess it was like I mean I mean I guess I guess it's, I guess it's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of invert yeah, it's invert because of the whole Yoshi Switch comment prior prior yeah, yeah but um yeah. fake fake Nintendo yeah um I mean yeah do it no 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 don't do it I don't um, think you should protest no no I think but, protesting Nintendo of America I'm, is kind of no well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you should you should be very concerned you should be very concerned because they're, they're gonna cancel the game it's never gonna come out ever <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I mean, I mean it could, you could have to be concerned I don't know it could go either way somebody said that in the comments earlier today um, I didn't pull that comment but somebody said it um, that they're like it could go either way of like it could be because it's in a good place or it's in a bad place um, so who knows but at any rate 
it's not Nintendo of America's fault, you know? Like, I guess they could, they could, in theory, say, hey, here's what we know about this game. But if they know that the game's not coming out for eight months, there's no reason to They're like, man, we got more pressing matters. But yeah, I mean, I mean we'll, we'll, definitely, we'll definitely see more about it. So just, just give it time, you know? Just give it time around. Because what if, what if it does get canceled? <laughs> and they're sitting here just like regularly talking about it and saying like, yeah, Yoshi Switch is coming out, blah, blah. And then like, it'll get scale bound. Oh, it's like shoot. you hear about it every year for four years and then it's just like it's gone you know like it's better <laughs> to just not talk about it yeah the, uh, but I mean the fate of the game is in, in limbo yeah we'll see but uh, Yoshi has Yoshi has that has that uh, that that following Scalebound didn't um, so yeah <laughs> Uh, I mean, it did. It did after the fact. Everybody was like, "I bought an Xbox <laughs> scale bound." You know, like, yeah, sure, right, exactly. Of course, you did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you're going to protest anybody, protest uh, NCL because um, Nintendo of America. They're, they're, I mean, they have input. You know, where it's like, yeah, maybe we should do this. You know. Or maybe you should adjust this for the American audience. But they're not the one developing the game. They're just marketing it in a way that we understand and will enjoy. <laughs> and we'll enjoy you guys when you guys keep asking the questions. Thank you so much. Chief Screaming Chicken. Should Nintendo take the Microsoft approach and uh, buy more studios to make use of their underused IPs? If so, which studios? Um, I don't think that that's like the sort of thing that Nintendo would typically do um they have a lot of devs like they staff a lot of devs like a lot like hundreds of thousands <laughs> um it's just that a lot of those come out of like the same like umbrella like usually you'll see it used to be EAD but now it's EPD mm-hmm. or uh or is it EP I'm pretty sure it's EPD now um and that's like a whole bunch of devs you know like you'll hear a lot of like um like you'll see nintendo epd on zelda and on mario it's not the same team the same people that are working on mario are not working on zelda you know there might be a little bit of crossover here and there uh because they're like oh well let's borrow this dude because he's really good at this part of game development or whatever right but for the most part they're two separate teams they're just not like name they don't have like this uh vanity name of like oh we're Nintendo Studios Tokyo and we're Nintendo Studios China and stuff like it's just just like if it was developed by Nintendo in Japan probably is under EPD Um, and then we have like Intelligent Systems and which I think Intelligent Systems might be second party or maybe they're first party now Um, there's Monolith Saw Mm -hmm. there's Retro Studios and there's 1UP Studios and there's there's a lot of studios that Nintendo has they don't really have the same problem that that Microsoft did because Microsoft really only has like or had like like five studios maybe that I can think of like they had the Coalition they had 343 uh, they had Turn 10 um who else? Uh, <laughs> uh, micro, Microsoft Game Studio, but Microsoft Game Studios is like you know, like the over the overall like branching thing. It's not really like a, a specific team. Um, so like it, it was like a, a different situation from like Sony and Nintendo, where Sony and Nintendo have a whole bunch of dev teams. Um, could they use it? Sure, everybody can use more developers. Um, 
it just depends on if that's what they want to do. I don't know if they're if they're still in like the recruiting stage mentally, where it's like, oh, we still gotta, you know, like we still gotta gain more traction with Switch before we start doing the weird stuff. Cause um, that would that would just give more uh, you know, that just give more potency to the venom because they're all they're already freaking going crazy. So it's like that would just be nuts. Right. Um, Because I think that Switch is definitely going to eventually get to that point where they're just like, okay, time to get weird. You know, brand new, uh, what what was that samurai? The samurai dude in Smash Brothers that's an assist trophy that throws a shuriken. Brand new game from him. (laughs) You know, like weird stuff like that. Weird stuff like this little known game uh, called F Zero. Maybe we'll get one of those. Uh, maybe, you know, and maybe we'll also get one of those, uh, those one of those questions in the or comments in the Q and A segment. Um, that was that wasn't foreshadowing at all. Uh, is Drin two? It's LSD. You're LSD idiot. Ryan two. Why do I keep saying? That? I think this that's not the first time I did that. Um, LSD Ryan it's two. Not it's not at all. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what would you add to a new version of Suspect's Emissary for Smash Ultimate? How would how how would you improve it from the original? Um, what would we add? What, what, what would we add from the new version of Subspace Emissary? Uh, I'd that. be down for it to be online multiplayer. That'd be cool. That'd that. be cool. Um, um, that's interesting. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't really have any faults with like the the the, the original. I wish I could have <laughs> chose where I started, like whose perspective I started from. That'd be neat. Cause I don't want to play most of the game as Pit, you know, like stuff like that. Like I, I want to start as Pokemon trainer or something, right? Um, so like doing stuff like that, I think might be cool. Um, but for the most part, it's like it's kind of limited by like how Smash Brothers mechanics. Work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't. I don't know. Right. It's not. So I can't. I can't really go grand with the scope of anything like say uh be like oh incorporate this and that because like okay you gotta keep it you know within the scope of what smash brothers is like because like you know how we had the whole traversal like the side to side traversal, and that makes sense you know and that uh you know all of a sudden has having suspect emissary be like this freaking uh this complete different thing it's like okay the, the that's not smash though it doesn't make any sense so i mean i don't know honestly uh but i definitely i think i think online multiplayer i think, I think that'd be cool um could you do like just like four people, I don't think you could do like even four player co op like couch. What what, no. if, what if they did they did that and they freaking put like eight player eight player co op? That'd be freaking crazy. Oh my that'd god, that'd be nuts. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that'd be freaking. You crazy. would probably need a giant TV yeah, for be that because they would have to scale it in terms of enemies and you know it'd be. Really, <laughs> there um, you go, freaking eight player couch, freaking uh. Story about Smash that I think is probably going to happen. Like I think it's pretty much a given at this point. I think we're going to see eight player. Uh, Smash Online, like I wouldn't be surprised be, wow, at all be if we crazy. see a player Smash Online. I would love that. It probably will be laggy as all hell, but I think we'll probably see it. Hopefully, it's not laggy. Hopefully, we get uh, dedicated servers. Nintendo, uh, dedicated servers, please and thank you. Um, speaking of please and thank you, please and thank you. Keep letting these comments keep rolling, <laughs> people. Are you guys excited for Megaton Rainfall coming to Switch? So have you seen this game? Well, first of all, let me leave. Let me, I'm so sorry, Link. Link. That was the person who answered, answered yeah, the uh, asked the question. Um, Link, have you seen this game? No, huh? Just do a quick copy paste Google search. Um, it, it looks cool. I'm interested. I emailed those people as soon as I saw a trailer for that, and I was like, I am interested in trying this game. Um, 
I don't know if we want to like you know like sit here and and wait for you to like view the whole trailer. Maybe just you know skim through it a little bit. Yeah, I'm just um, yeah, so I'm fast forwarding. Like what it is. Fast forwarding. So um, right now, like plant. Oh my god, it's exploding huh. in my ears. Okay, here we go. It's like it's basically like this superhero game where it's like or superhero. I don't I don't think that they like explicitly call it that because it's kind of like, like the goal of the game is like yeah you're supposed to like save the uh, city that you're in or whatever right. But you're also like trying to like not destroy everything. <laughs> it's it's kind of like huh. it's like they turned uh, Man of Steel into a game. Whereas, like, you know, that was a whole thing of, like, man, he, it's, like, this moral quandary I, I, because, like, he's saving us. And but he's destroying things at the same, the same time. I, I like how destructive, I, I don't know, just, just from, like, just a visual uh, level, just how destructive this this uh, this game is, you know? Like, literally things, buildings exploding, things, be, you know, being, being eviscerated. It looks great. It looks cool. It looks cool. Yeah, game looks. Yeah, cool. definitely. Definitely. Uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's crazy. Um. Definitely gonna play that. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it was already on PSVR, but ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. in months. <laughs> when I when I, when, um, when I type it in, that those are the first two links I see. I was like, I'm not freaking what. But yeah. Yeah, uh, but apparently it's coming to Switch in like a couple of days. So. That's sweet. I'll play it. I'm down. All right. Um, Iron Thor asks, how would you guys feel if Shovel Knight or Rayman joined the roster? Uh, I'm assuming I'm, 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 yeah, I was gonna say I'm assuming by roster you're talking about uh, Smash Brothers. Um, that'd be that'd be that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Well, except for Rayman, I don't really care for Rayman. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> I was kind of on the same. I don't, way I don't care for Rayman. Where it's like I feel like a lot of people want Rayman because Rayman's kind of like you know like I wouldn't put him on the level of like a Mega Man or anything like that. But he is like a gaming icon in quotes. Where it's like he's a cat, you know, like he's kind of like this like vet. <laughs> In a way, but he's not like one of the super important ones. Like, know? like yo, like, like over half the people, people are like, who the heck is that? Like, like obviously people who like you know people who are close to you know they pay attention to gaming. Like, like they, like they know who Rayman is. Like, okay, 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 all right, you know. But if you're honestly, big old gaming and like the PlayStation One games, you probably have an attachment. To it's like at this point, um, I'd rather I, I'd honestly. Wouldn't be shocked if, we, if I saw a rabbit in, in Smash Bros. over Rayman. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be shocked. Honestly, at that. honestly, that makes sense. I w- I would be shocked if we saw Rayman instead of exactly. Rayman. I want a honestly. rabbit in Smash Bros. You can like, put, 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 put me down and say that I want a rabbit in Smash. <laughs> I don't want a rabbit in Smash Brothers. Uh, detach me from that. Because <laughs> uh, I'm not a part I, of that. Well, well, I'll, I'll say I'll say I'd rather that than Rayman. I'd rather that. that I wouldn't rather that than Rayman, but I'm just indifferent. As to whether or not we get Rayman, I do not want a rabbit. <laughs> um, I would, I would be okay if we saw no representation from Ubisoft before we get a rabbit. Because I just, cause um, Rayman, I just, I just, if you're I just gonna don't put anybody, care. If you're going to put anybody, put Jade from um from uh from uh what's that game called? Beyond Good and Evil. Put put her in there. Oh yeah, Shovel Knight. You so you put, you brought up Shovel Knight. Uh, I'm down yeah, with Shovel Knight. Should have been in Smash Four. Anyways, um, that'd be, yeah, that'd true. be freaking you know that'd be awesome because Shovel Knight's awesome and the game's awesome. Speaking of awesome, a character that's just awesome in, in, in Smash is Captain Falcon. And F Zero Falcon. So we left a uh, left a comment, left a statement on the Q and A segment. We appreciate it. Uh, Our number one Logan fan. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, he says, Logan, 
Miss you this week, bro. I know life's a thing that we still got to deal with. My question is more so generalized, a generalized question regarding our channel. What's the video making process like for you guys? Writing scripts, getting footage, recording, etc. How do you decide what to speak on week by week? Love you guys. Keep up the great work, boys. Uh, hashtag Team Logan. Hashtag Team Jess. Hashtag F Zero Two K Nineteen. Does he? I was say, does he even use his representation of, of Team Jess on, the, uh, on, on his? Yeah, um, like how often do you comment on? on right, Jess's exactly, videos? exactly. What's the last uh, just video? Just just YouTube.com slash. Uh, I don't remember her thing. I'll put it in the description. It'll be in the description. Um, somebody remind me in the comments. I'll I'll put it in the description. Um, um but it's not YouTube.com slash just just. It's something else. Yeah, um, <laughs> but type in just just with three S's on Google search or YouTube search, and it should pop there up. There you go. Uh, first off, I want to say thank you, um, Falcon. Appreciate it, man. This has been a crazy, crazy week. A lot of. Uh, you know, it just you know, like 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 you said, things things happen. So uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to delve into anything deeper than that. But uh, I I appreciate it so much. Um, as as for the uh, the video making process, uh, I'll say sixty five percent of the time, I'll be like, okay, I I, I got this idea. I'm, I'm gonna talk about this, or I'm a uh, you know, um, or it'll be like a, a something I haven't talked about in a while. I haven't talked about Starbucks in a while, or whatever. Or um, other times, I think I think like as far as percentages go, mm-hmm. like with ideas, uh, maybe I don't. I mean, I don't know how to put a number on it, but most times I'm like Logan. You should probably talk about this, and then you'll branch off and like spiderweb it into something else. I'll give you like the basic like nest egg of like, hey, uh, we haven't talked about F zero in a while. Talk about that. And then you come up whatever whatever the idea mm-hmm. is. If it's Star Fox, then you're like, hey, yeah, let's do that. And then there's like, you know, there's like exceptions to that rule where you're just like, I'm just going to talk about Mario Party. Right, right, you know? right, right. True, true, true. But seventy five billion. Uh, like, I almost, I almost said million. Seventy five thousand views. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. But, yeah um, but a lot of times it's like, um, it's like I'll be like, hey, we haven't talked about this in a while, or I'll do something that does really well, and I'm like, hey, maybe you should double up on this. Um, or you'll do something really well, and I'm like, later, hey, you should double up on it. Um, so as far as, the, like, I mean, that that's just for clarification on that part of, of the process of, like, the idea, the, like, the ideation of the mm-hmm. videos. Like, outside of that, I don't know what your process is for writing the videos. Um, yeah, just uh, just zone in, lock in, lock in, and write the, uh, you know, it's and it's really not hard. In the beginning, it was, like, it was harder to, you know, um, like, stretch and, 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 and but I don't know. It's it's just, it's just easy. It's just, it's just easy as far as like writing and, and uh, you know, um, getting footage is just the same way. I mean, I, I think that take that takes the most time. Um, footage for the videos and you know because the writing and recording that's that's uh, you know that's not hard. Yeah, because I mean, for me, the footage usually takes the longest. Um, footage varies as far as like where we get it from. A lot of times I'll pull it from trailers. Um, sometimes I'll pull it from like like really old like long plays and stuff mm-hmm. like that um just because i want something like generalized and there's not like um a lot of like footage that wouldn't get claimed you know and like maybe i don't have the game or maybe i'm not able to capture it for for whatever right. reason because like right now i can't capture a lot of stuff because my capture card something's going up with that um uh so the footage usually takes a longer amount of time unless I gather the footage as I'm scripting, which I find is the easiest way to do it. Cause I'll try to like, I'll, I'll 
get I'll shoot the edit in a sense where it's like I'm writing the the thing and I'm thinking in my head okay I want this on the screen when when I'm talking about that um and like that just makes gathering e- gathering it easier because it's already there you know mm-hmm. like a lot of times when the reason why it takes longer to gather footage in my experience when it does take long is that I'm editing like in a linear fashion where it's like I'm editing what you'll see as I'm hearing it before I see it like mm-hmm. before I know what I'm going right. to put there so I'll put something there before I know what I'm going to say four or five words later and then I mention something else hyper specific that should be on the screen and it's like okay well I got to cut this here and mm-hmm. find something right. that, that um, matches that um, so I, I find it takes longer when I edit it like that but usually if I plan ahead of time where it's like I want this footage here um, then it, it's a lot easier like I've th- like that happened with my Metroid video my Metroid video is pretty easy to edit because I mean well the base of it was easy to edit I'm not proud of that edit because I I do want to start doing more of like you know like the animated bits of like and the, like the Mario video that I did like with the conveyor belt or like the Pikachu I mean the Pokemon video where I did like that weather thing like I want to do more stuff like uh-huh. that um, but I need more time to really like pick the parts of the video that I think. Yeah, it's really, really take take care of the edit, you know. Yeah. Also, I think that the Metroid video was a harder harder video in that sense because a lot of stuff that I was mentioning has like very clear like things that already exist in, in the world, right? Like in Pokemon, it's like I'm talking about this like more abstract, like not not something that has like this uh, analog, like this direct analog of like this is what I can show on screen and it already exists and there's footage right here. It's in a trailer. Um, it's something that I have to illustrate through animations. Um, but Metroid, if I'm like, yeah, start the game like how Uncharted 2 starts, I should probably put Uncharted 2. Right, exactly, screen, you know? exactly. Yeah. You can't uh, really, uh, you know, mess with that too much. It's just like, you know, it's like, it, it, it is what it is essentially. You know, it's like, okay, I, I, this is just a statement that I'm, that I'm making and, you know, uh, you can't really play with it too much, honestly. At that point. Um, as far as like, I, I guess what we can do is like, well, since your video goes up first, let's start with you. Like, what day do you start your process on? Generally, um, it 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 varies. I try to, uh, you know, I'll start like, um, if I'm if I'm bogged down from like the like the the work week. If if it's if it's if I really like you know if if I'm really like uh crunched for for like a, a topic or and or like uh time restraint um it'll be like monday afternoon uh, at that point um and i'll just i'll just log in from there and um you know whatever research has to be done whatever i have to you know uh, starbucks is a cheat sheet because obviously i know everything there is to know i'm like okay whatever but uh if it's not that you know i got to spend more time and then you know i'll i'll be scripting that um that night or i'll even recorded that night and I spend uh Tuesday morning like all literally all day I'm, I'm I'm locked in um until that uploads up uh into like editing and finishing that and making sure it's out of the door uh so to speak or as it were by uh by four o'clock um so yeah I, I, I like for my just for for me um I definitely want to spend more time uh on the edits just getting them uh looking phenomenal and I think that'll come uh, just with more time, more time being able to take care. Yeah, of I think I think it, it just needs to come as uh, more of a thing of like, in a sense, throwing in the towel earlier, <laughs> where it's like I know a lot of times you'll want to be like, hey, I want it, 
I want to think of, like the premises right, 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 or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But like, if you can't think of something by, uh, <laughs> you know, like four days out from your video, just text me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, for me, usually my my uh, process is I usually start thinking about what my video is going to be about around now. Cause like my my week is like cyclical where it's like this is the end of my week and also the beginning of my next one <laughs> with the podcast. After I play in the podcast, that's when I start to think, okay, what am I going to talk about next? So I look into like like search results and like volume for like what people are looking for and stuff like that and just you know news stories that I saw throughout the week and like stuff that I just I want to talk about. Um, then I'll start thinking like, okay, what is a title for this um, or a potential title? Then once I do that, I'm like uh, brainstorming the thumbnail, um, and I'm like, hey, okay, does this play well with the with the title? You know, is that working that way? Um, and that, that's usually like that process is usually like I said between um, we're recording this on Friday, uh-huh. um, so you uh, that that usually starts that like pre- preliminary like pre video like putting any anything down on my uh, note app or whatever, right? Um, that's usually a two-day process. I usually try to spend a- around that long on that. Um, so Sunday morning, I try to get at least, like, I try to break it down into words because I know, uh, like, the word length I typically aim for is, like, mm, like I don't know, like, 1,800 to 1,900 words um, on in the script. Um, unless I don't have more to say. You know, usually I have too much to say and I cut it out. Um, but I try to like write at least a thousand words on Sunday, um, and then I'll go through a Monday and I'll like like edit some stuff out and add some different stuff and try to like close out the rest of that script on Monday, record it, and then Tuesday through Wednesday is editing all the off camera stuff. Then Thursday morning I wake up and I shoot on all the on camera stuff. And I edit all that stuff together. I make finishing touches on the off-camera stuff, and then I compile it all together, and then I upload the video. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we used to have an editor for that. Boom, 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 boom. Shots fired. No, um, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. That's 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 pretty much uh the uh the process, and that's pretty much the the the, the questions for this this uh this week's Q and A. Um. Thank you guys for, you know, uh, always uh, contributing to the, not only just these videos, um, watching the content that we put out. Uh, thank you guys so much for understanding this week. It's been crazy. Um, um, here's hoping going forward, uh, you know, things continue as, 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 uh, as they were. Um, and we appreciate it, guys. Thank you guys so much for, you know, always being, uh, Always being here, and it means a lot. 15k and onward. Thanks. Oh yeah, that was another thing that happened. We had 15k. Yeah. So thank you guys. That was cool. I'm probably like I try not to talk about that. You know, not try not to talk about milestones, but like try not to be like, oh, we're at 16k, we're at 17k. Like we're probably not going to talk about that. Well, it's probably not going to be something that we mention. Yeah, I, but I try. I, I, th- I think the little like the little like bleeps here like i think the podcast perp- is perfect for that you know like type, type of like oh we made 16 you know uh, just like little like yeah, side but like true. as far as like in a video like yeah that's like yeah like i usually try to aim for like you know like the, the like the more tangible milestones of like we're at 
10k like 10k was a milestone 50, i'd say a yeah. thousand was a milestone you know fifty thousand yeah, right, is the right. next like big milestone a hundred thousand you know two hundred fifty thousand five hundred thousand a million you mm-hmm. know like that that's my roadmap for like the stuff that i'm trying to make a big deal out of like man this was this was a journey right. you know like um there's some uh like extenuating circumstances like when when we got to 2k i mean when we got to 3k from 2k that was a celebration because we got hard stopped at 2k um when we hit there because we kind of hit 2k really sooner than we were ready to um in a way um before we really had our channel figured out and what we would do with it and like what the roadmap was and like we didn't really have any consistency or anything like that um but now it's like it's more of a thing like we have everything figured out if we're not growing it's our fault <laughs> completely <laughs> like just we're not doing we what we know we need to do yeah that uh yeah everything's everything's uh it's a lot smoother now and you know it's not um yeah it's everything's just just moving uh moving at a nice pace honestly um it, it could be moving faster but you know it'll it'll yeah that said uh everybody um <laughs> make sure you each all, all fifteen thousand of you uh make at least uh two thousand friends each um by next week and report that <laughs> right. okay thank you <laughs> but yeah so uh you know, keep keep it keep it going so yeah you 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 you're here in the podcast I'm like okay we hit seventeen thousand and blah blah well I mean obviously not that frequently but um I I, I see us coasting at this point. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, pass the the thousands, but I'm like, okay, we're at 22k, something like that, you know, little small announcement. So you're you're here, hear those. And and you and you'll see me. I'll I'll just completely ignore them until I I see fit to be like, this is a milestone. I'll weigh in on. So Logan would be like, hey guys, we hit 16k, and it's silence. Yeah, right. Like so. Anyway, uh, my video for the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like 25k, and it's like, oh yeah, it's dope. <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> Um, oh shoot! But, but yeah, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, you got to say the thing. AJ, final thoughts. Um, if you teach a man to fish, IGN will give you a seven point eight <laughs> and say too much water. <laughs> and as always, play Yokai Watch. Better, but better than Pokemon. I uh, what? <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's when I answer something ridiculous. People are like, "What? That's not that. that he's crazy. This man, this, he's nuts." Is he on shrooms? All right, goodbye. Bye.